0: Hi everyone, this is Shona Gates from the Sexy Selfish podcast, and today we're going Facebook Live to talk about creating time. Hi everyone, it's Shona Gates from Sexy Selfish, and I had a bunch of important meetings today, but I thought I would jump on quickly because I want to share with you guys about creating time. This is something it has taken me a long time to get right and it is still something I'm working on but that I've made incredible progress with and so I just want to share a couple of thoughts with you guys today that could hopefully impact your business and your life and your productivity in a positive way. So the int- the concept of creating time was introduced to me by the Grant Cardone book The 10X Rule or Be Obsessed to Be Average. It was one of those particular books and it really changed the way that I thought about my productivity. And it wasn't it's not normally someone that I resonate with Grant Cardone. I find his style very full-on and not necessarily appropriate for my business sometimes but in this case he said something that really started to change the way that I thought about my time and how I was getting things done and also how much time I was wasting and don't get me wrong we all know that time is just a figure of our imagination and you know if you guys are struggling with the concept of time I suggest you check out the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle I think is how you say it but Grant Cardone said to me, you can create time in your day. If it takes you an hour and you make three phone calls, you've spent an hour making three phone calls, what if you could teach yourself to take 15 minutes to make three phone calls? Essentially, you've created an extra 45 minutes. So that kind of blew my mind because it was really true. There was so much time in my day that it took me, You know, two hours to do something. It took me six hours to clean my home. It took me, you know, a certain amount of time on the phone to a friend. How could I create more time in my day? And so that's the first concept I thought. If I can take something that I'm doing and if I allow myself three hours to do it, it somehow just takes me three hours. It's like mentally, my brain and my body fills up the time slot that I give myself to complete a task. So I had to start getting really ruthless with myself and thinking, okay, I've got to send an email. How much time does that take? Three minutes. Okay. I've got three minutes to send that email. Not, all right, we've got half an hour to sit down and send emails. You really have to be ruthless about how much time you actually need. If you give yourself six hours to do a task, it'll take six hours. If you give yourself 60 minutes to do that task, it'll take 60 minutes. Or it'll take significantly less than six hours, right? If you tell yourself you're going to have four client appointments booked by Friday, you'll get it done by Friday. If you say you're going to have four client appointments booked by the end of the month, it'll take that long, if not longer. You set the deadlines for yourself. You can choose to take an hour to make three phone calls or you can choose to take 15 minutes to make three phone calls. If you take 15 minutes, you've created an extra 45 minutes of time that you can use elsewhere, whether that's doing something for your business or whether that's spending some time with your kids. That's how you create time, by getting a little bit more ruthless and a little bit more kicking yourself up the butt to getting shit done. So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work on a new landing page for my website. And for me now, that takes literally about five minutes. Prior to that, I would be like, okay, today I'm going to create a landing page. And it would take me all day. Somehow something would happen. I'd procrastinate. I'd be watching YouTube at the same time. And yes, at the end of the day, I had created the landing page and I was like, go me. But could I have created more time in my day? By simply saying, okay, I've got half an hour to make this landing page, setting my timer and going for half an hour, yeah, Uh, the outcome is still exactly the same, but I've created more time that I can spend with my kids, more time that I could sit down and watch a couple episodes of Riverdale, more time that I could read a new book that I got, more time that I could have sex, whatever it is that works for you. How can you create more time by being more ruthless and more productive with what you are doing and treating your business like it's your job? I mean, just because you're the CEO, you still need to set yourself boundaries. You still need to set yourself open hours that you work. And it's very easy as an entrepreneur and as a woman and as a boss babe to spend 16 hour days and sit back and go, what did I actually achieve? What if you could put 16 hours of work and fluff and distraction and get that condensed down into three hours of solid effort and work? Then you've essentially taken 16 hours, put it into three. You've created another 13 hours. You see how this is creating time? And if you like, in, I think it's day three, was it day three or day two that we did scheduling for the Mumboss Masterclass. Go back and check that out because there's a really cool exercise in that where you take 168 hours, which is what we all have in a week. All right. No one has any extra time. No one has any less time. We all have 168 hours. Hi there, everyone watching. Um, 168 hours in the week. And you really map and schedule and see where are you actually spending your time? are you spending eight hours of your week binge watching Netflix? Are you spending four hours a day pointlessly scrolling on YouTube? Are you spending, this is really interesting actually, a girlfriend of mine, Jazzy, Jasmine, if you're on, I'm not sure. She recently did this exercise and realized she was wasting one and a half hours every single day doing dishes. That's how she was spending the one and a half hours of her day every single day. Now, she has a little girl who's almost one who doesn't sleep. She's got an older child. She's got a work from home business. She's got shit to do, right? She doesn't need to spend an hour and a half doing dishes every single day. So with the information that she gathered from the exercise, she was able to go to her husband and say, look, I'm wasting an hour and a half doing dishes every day. We need to go get a dishwasher because that's what that's like seven over 10 hours a week. I think close to it. Doing dishes. Imagine if she could spend that ten hours a week on her business instead. So she was able to learn to leverage her time and create an extra. We're just going to say ten because I'm so bad at math. Creating an extra ten hours in her week by getting a dishwasher. So it's these tiny little changes that you can make in your life to create time. Could you save six hours? every single week cleaning your home by hiring a cleaner? Could you invest money into a cleaner and create more time for yourself? Could you invest money into a bookkeeper, an accountant, a social media strategist to create time for you? Could you leverage the time that you do have and get the most out of it? So that's that's kind of one way to creating time. And guys, comment if I'm on the right track. I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys good value. I don't want to waste your time with anything. I'm just sharing What's been beneficial for me on my business journey about creating time? And then there's the flip side is you're you're trying to run a business and you've just got kids, right? And we both know, we all know they can just be at you all day long. And sometimes it's not even like with stuff. They don't even want entertainment, they don't want food, they don't want snacks, they're just at you, they're just on you. You just the minute you open your computer, they are just on you. They just, they can sense that you want to achieve something else. In that situation, and my daughter's not always like that. Some days she is amazing. She's my little angel. She just wants to, you know, paint and color by herself and play with her doll's house. And she doesn't really want me around. And on those days I get shit loads done. But on the other days where she is just You know, when they just touch you all day, they just have to be touching you or at you or, and you know, it's okay because they are tiny humans and they're allowed to have emotions. They can't be perfect every day. They just have good days and bad days like we do. So I can't get angry at her about that. And I can't feel frustrated about my business, how I create time in my day to get done what I need to get done. Could you wake up half an hour earlier? Now, I'm not one of those people that's going to tell you to get up at 4 a.m. like Gary Vee. I don't give a shit. If you need sleep, you need sleep. But could you wake up half an hour earlier? Could you create an extra half an hour in your day to run your business? Because even half an hour, 45 minutes extra a day, you're adding four hours onto your business by the end of the week, three and a half to four hours. That is enough to make a big impact, to make a big change. Like you guys have read the four-hour work week, you could literally have a four-hour work week by waking up half an hour earlier every single day. What if you could wake up half an hour earlier? You could have your coffee, you could check your emails, you could schedule things you need to schedule, you could check your bank accounts, you could you know, do those last-minute website tweaks, maybe you could write some content for your blog, whatever you need to do in that half an hour. Obviously, don't go calling clients at 7 in the morning or 6.30 in the morning, but can you get some of that, admin stuff can you get that business stuff out of the way early in the morning and then you can have the rest of the day to move forward knowing that you've already actioned and achieved something creating a morning routine is really powerful and don't get me wrong i know it doesn't always happen with kids um so i'm just checking the time i have to be conscious i'm going to meet my accountant outsource and delegate get an accountant it's just going to save you so much in your life um don't take mine. She's awesome. No, I'm joking. I'll put her link in the comments as well. She's amazing. Um, what was I saying? Right. Creating time in your day. Kids don't always want to move with your schedule. So how can you create more time in your day? Could you wake up half an hour earlier and go to sleep an hour later and not stay up binge watching Netflix till 2 a.m.? Could you stay up and work your business for an extra hour? It's about creating time. So for example, my friend Jasmine, she got a dishwasher to save her one and a half hours of dishwashing every single day. Another friend of mine, Katie, stopped watching Netflix at night. She would dedicate Friday nights with her family. They would sit down and Friday night was movie night. So the kids would watch a movie. They would have popcorn. It was something they looked forward to all week. And then, when the kids were in bed, her and hubby would watch a couple of movies or a couple of episodes of the series they were watching, and that became their Netflix night. And every other night of the week, once the kids were in bed, she would sit down and do something for her business, and he would go and work out. And that worked so well for them. She was able to spend, you know, concentrated, passionate, focused time on her business, but still get that Friday night movie time with her family. And then on the weekends she would let her schedule lapse a little bit. It was just that Monday to Friday time that she made a choice to turn off the TV, turn on her business and grow and just making simple changes like that three months into her business. And, um, you know, it's, it's doing incredibly well. Like, really well I can't wait to share some more stuff um, of hers with you so it's just these tiny little changes where can you leverage time and maybe you're not interested in super growing your business right now but maybe you're putting off exercising maybe you're putting off maybe you feel really rushed and stressed in the morning because you don't get time to have your breakfast I know for me skipping breakfast is something I'm really really bad at and my eating disorder doesn't help because it makes me super easy to just like keep going I've just realized I haven't eaten today. How can I preach this stuff? I'm so good at helping other people with this, not myself. It's the case. I'm going to have to go back and listen to all my own trainings, right? Um, so the morning routine is really important. If you're feeling stressed and rushed in the morning because you don't have time to get ready, you don't have time to eat a nice nourishing breakfast for yourself, could you create more time by waking up half an hour earlier? So you can get up, have your morning coffee in peace, read a bit of a book, a book, Watch a bit of something motivational on YouTube. Listen to a podcast while you're in the shower. Could you set your day up right? Could a half an hour extra be in the morning when you wake up? Like you're creating time for yourself. I highly suggest every single family on this page um, is gets, gets an egg timer. It has saved my family, my sanity. Um... Yeah. Okay. It's so easy to have good intentions. This is from Sarah. It's making the choice and actually sticking to it. That's important, but also being flexible with kids. Yeah. And it is that, it's that balance of this is my routine. This is what I'm going to stick to, but I've got six kids. I've got six kids. No. I've got sick kids, we've been up all night. I got home at 2am. I've been up coding my website till 4am. It's having that flexibility and getting rid of the guilt. Because this is another thing, I don't want to put another pressure on you guys, another expectation that I get up half an hour early and I'm cranking my business, and then one day it doesn't happen and you beat yourself up about it. That's not the idea. It does suck in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. It fucking sucks waking up early when you're not used to it. And it will take a good, I reckon, two to three weeks of pushing through that. I want to stay in bedness, pushing through that. I just want to binge watch Netflix, pushing through that. Oh, but you know, I could waste a lot of time on YouTube right now. I reckon it takes at least like 21 to 28 days to really, for it to become a habit. And then suddenly it's easy to wake up at that time. Suddenly you're waking up five minutes earlier before your alarm. Um, even just setting it Monday to Friday, is a great way, and then let the weekends be totally free and flexible. That's what we do. Like Monday to Friday, my husband's up at 5 a.m., I'm up at 6 30 most days. This morning it was 7 30 because my crazy husband decided to do two sessions at CrossFit. He literally did an hour and then he stayed and did another hour at CrossFit. And then he was gonna go back this afternoon and do another strength session, but he got cold into work. So I'm like, he's gonna be so sore tomorrow. It's gonna be hilarious. I admire his dedication, but usually when he gets home from CrossFit, he wakes me up today. He woke me up later, 7.30, but he did bring coffee. So brownie points for him. So today was a 7.30 wake up. Usually it's 6.30. That just allows me the time to get up. I have a shower. I can have my coffee. And then I need, you know, before my kids wake up. And then I am so much more present and focused rather than them running into my bedroom, waking me up. And then I'm already pissed at them, Right. Like, I love them and they're adorable and squishy and they tell me they love me, but I'm still just like, F off, right? I want to sleep. All right, so just checking comments quickly. Um, My husband is giving me more and more work to do than telling me I need to time manage myself better around the kids and making sure the house is perfect too. He's taking me away from my own business and that to him isn't important. As long as the house is perfect and work for him is done, I find it so hard and the fact that he's never here and doesn't understand how three kids can interrupt your time differently. Okay, Tanya. So answering that, it's time to have a difficult conversation with your partner, with your husband. It is time to sit down and go, what do you need? And here's what I need. And if those things don't overlap, so he, his priority is the house is clean and spotless every single day. And that's not a priority for you because you're trying to grow the business. You don't have time to do that. But if it's really, really important to him, get a cleaner, because that's going to be a contention, that's going to be a point of resistance, that's going to be an argument point, a point within your family. And if that's something that's ingrained and really, really important to him, but you know that it's just not going to happen and it's so important to him. Yeah, so there's some other relationship stuff there that we might want to chat about, Tanya. So if you'd like to book some one-on-one coaching, you know where to reach me. Um, we only once a fortnight as we can't afford more than that. That's a great start. That's a really, really great start. I had to have the conversation with my husband. He was getting frustrated when he'd come home. Like when I'm super into my business, I can easily spend like, no joke, I can just not sleep for three days if I've got all this content pouring out and I'm so passionate about it. We had to have the conversation about the, it was like, what's important to you? And I had to sit him down. I'm like, okay, babe, we need to sit down and have a talk about this. Otherwise we're never going to get through it. What is really important to you? What makes you feel loved and appreciated coming home? What do you need for me to do for you? Like what needs to be done? What's your benchmark, I guess? And he said, um, his benchmark, he's like, I just want dinner to be organized. He's like, I don't want to have to come home and think, what are we going to eat? Or that you haven't organized anything. He's like, being fed is really important to me. Um, and once he said that, like he, that just made me realize he didn't give a shit if the floors were dirty. He didn't give a crap if I hadn't done the washing and folded away and ironed everything in the same day. He doesn't care if the washing piles up all week and then I get to it because he knows it's going to get done. He doesn't care about the rest. He doesn't care about the messy house. He just cares about food. So once we cleared that up, it was great. It's like, okay, all I have to do is make sure dinner's organized, or at least I have some idea of what I'm going to cook for dinner. And that makes him feel... Loved and appreciated and taken care of, and for me, it's like, All right, what do you need from me? And I'm like, I need physical touch, I need to constantly have that. For me, that is how I communicate and express love. And I need that if I ask for help with something around the house, I need you to not grizzle and grumble, I just need you to help me with it. Once we've established what we each needed from each other. Then it gave us flexibility to make choices. And sometimes I have to sit down and say, look, babe, I just need you to know I've got a really couple of, I've got a couple of really busy days coming up. I'm fully back to back booked with coaching calls. I've got a bunch of meetings with um, my collaborative team and my inner circle girls. It's going to be some big days for me. I just need to let you know that it's going to be a bit of a mess, but I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um, Or, you know, the cleaners coming on Wednesday, it's going to be a bit of a mess till then. Is that Okay. And it's like having the open line of communication made a massive difference. Once he was kind of prepared, he's not like I was being slack. I was saying, this is what's happening. I'm growing our business right now to change our family's financial future. Um, like, are you okay with that? And he was better with it. I know it's a bit of an interesting situation with you, Tanya, because you've got the financial side of things as well. But it just seems like you just need to have a really good conversation go like, what do you want? Where do you see our life? What what do you want? What do you want from me? What do you want from our life? And then you need to tell him what you want from your life as well. It's important. Like, Do you guys talk and share about goals? Do you sit down and, and make sure you're on the same page about what you want your life to look like? Because having that conversation now is really important. I um, have watched people around me in marriages for 30 years where they had completely different ideas of their marriage and what their life would look like you know one side of the partner expected that he would work and he would do all the work and she would just stay at home raise the kids have dinner at five o'clock and that was what he wanted and he expected from the way he grew up and the woman my friend she and I'm saying like 30 years of marriage obviously I'm not even 30 yet but from what I see in the conversations that we have she wants to travel. That's all she's ever wanted to do is just get in a little combi van and travel around Australia, travel the world. And their visions are so incompatible that it's got to this point now, you know, the kids are growing, the kids have moved out and they just, it's not matching up and it's just constant friction. And so they've got to the point where they now are talking about, all right, we need to figure out a way that we can both live what we want. Otherwise, I know she's just going to end up caving and just settling back into life, cooking dinner and taking care of the grandkids now instead of the kids. So it's a, it's a conversation to have now because you don't want to get to that point. You want to have that open line of communication right now that says this is what I want and I'm really passionate and it takes time. It takes time of working on that communication and working on that marriage and that relationship because you can't both build incredible businesses on a shaky foundation. Your relationship is the foundation. It took a long time for my husband to understand I'm not a nine-to-five girl. When we met in high school, I wanted to go and conquer the world. I was going to go and move to Sydney and become a PR representative with Roxy Jasenko, like sweaty Betty PR um, ministry of talent. That was all I wanted to do is work in public relations. And when we met, he told me, I want marriage and kids. And if you're not down for that, don't waste my time. Two weeks into dating, by the way, at 16. And instantly the whole vision of my life changed. And I settled back down into find a stable job, get a house, give this man some babies. And, but it got to a point after that where I was bored and I was frustrated and I was angry and I wasn't fulfilled. But Aaron had only ever known me as work six days a week, girl, work seven days a week, girl, take care of the kids. He'd never seen the ambitious side of me. And it took a while for him to get used to the fact that I'm serious about making money. I'm serious about being a millionaire and I want to create a freaking empire. So my first business was tanning. I opened my little tanning business and he was supportive of it, but he didn't understand it. When I would talk about investing money back into my business, when I would talk about how much I needed his support and time. And by the time the second business came along with multi-level marketing and I was making more money than him, he started to open his eyes. And then now with the third business, he is full 100%. Sorry, I have a snowy nose. Full 100% crazy supportive. Like he will put everything into this business and this dream of mine but it has been a constant every single day focusing on communication focusing on appreciation men thrive on appreciation and gratitude so oh this this talk was so meant to be about creating time and I think we've covered that but now I'm going to go into one of my favorite topics about relationships I've literally got three minutes left guys so if you have any questions, pop them through now because I'm not going to be able to answer them in a minute. But men, there's, there's a, you know, a magic set of words that men like when you ask them, like, oh, babe, I need this from you. You can help me. Thank you for providing. Saying thank you is so powerful to a man's brain. It really is. So here's the difference. If my husband vacuumed the floors and then he's like, hey, look, babe, I vacuumed the floors. And I was like, big fucking deal. I do that every day. Does that garner a positive response that he might want to do it again? Probably not. If my husband vacuums the floor and he says, look, baby, I vacuumed the floor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That really, really helps me. I really appreciate it. Do you think he's more likely to do it again? Appreciation goes a long way and it's it's positive reinforcement really like they talk about if you want your child to do something you have to give them initiative give them praise give them reward tell them how much it helps you tell them how it makes you feel it's the exact same thing with men like if you just keep every time they've done something good if you just keep knocking them down a peg by saying well you need to do that more or why do you want recognition for that I have to fold the socks every day Every time you knock them down a peg, it makes them less likely to do it again. Whereas instead, if you just focus on gratitude and appreciation and sharing that with them, suddenly they're doing it without asking. Suddenly they're more inclined to help. My husband washed my car yesterday, just out of nowhere. Um, And I was just so overly grateful For, like, genuinely, from a sincere place, I'm so grateful that he did it because it's one of my least favorite jobs. After I'd shown gratitude, appreciation, and praise, he got the vacuum cleaner out and he vacuumed the house. I was like, Who are you? But thank you. Oh my God, thank you. I've got a really busy work day and that's made such a difference. Every time he helps with the dishes, I'm not like, Oh, thank God, finally, you're going to help me. I'm just like, Thank you so much. You know, you don't have to, but I really appreciate it. And somehow, using what is it? You catch more bees with honey than with ants? Something like that. Or seas with we catch more flies with sugar than shit? Some, something like that. It really works. It really works. All right, cool. Just before I jump off, we found two awesome things that nurture our relationship and open communication from Sarah. We have plugged into an activity together that we both love. For us, it's Bible study and it might be an outdoors group, book group, wine club, The other thing is I bought a voucher book of little love notes or special things to do for each other. It's a prompt, but it's been special to get excited about picking something nice to do for each other. That's lovely, Sarah. I think that's really great too, to have something that you do together and really enjoy. Um, For us, for my husband and I, TV is something that we don't enjoy because we have very different tastes. He likes action films and you know, anything with Jason Statham in it or The Rock. Um, I like documentaries and teen, like lots and lots and lots of supernatural shows. That's my jam. We um, have <laughs> very different likes. He could get through about 10 minutes of an Outlander episode before he's asleep. So TV is not something that we do together, but you know, we love just putting on YouTube and sitting down with a glass of wine and just listening to if, like, we have very similar tastes in music. So we listen to a lot of music together, but TV is not something that we bond with. Um, working out not something that we bond with going camping and full driving and planning amazing trips together. Yes, but mm. okay, cool. So today's topic went totally off track. We're we talking about creating time in your day creating space so we end up chatting about relationships but I think it's really powerful to acknowledge the power of praise the power of acknowledging someone for all the great things and the fact is to put it as bluntly and to I guess hurt you guys a little bit as well you can't change anyone else you have no power over any other human being you cannot change them you have no control The only thing you can do is work on yourself. So if you would like to work on someone's behavior, if you would like to influence someone's behavior to maybe be a little bit different, first you have to work on that within yourself. If you want someone to listen to you more, you have to listen more. If you want someone to be a better communicator, you have to communicate better. If you want someone to be nicer and more understanding, you have to be nicer and understanding. If you want someone to appreciate you, you have to appreciate them first that is the only way to move forward and it is one of the hardest things to do to let go of trying to change or control someone else and to just focus all of your work inside and that's not selfish at all because the happier and more content and more self-aware you are that influences others so just try and see it from the other side Be a bit more understanding, be more compassionate and you will inspire understanding and compassion within other people. And also create time to wrap up this interesting (laughs) topic of a podcast and Facebook live. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing Thursday. I would love to keep chatting about this, but I do have to get off because I have to drive to go meet my accountant. So I hope you guys have a fantastic day. If you're watching the replay, please leave some comments and I will come back and answer them when I get home uh, later in the week. So cool. Have a fantastic Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with me and I hope you got some value out of today's chat. It is, um, It's an interesting topic, relationships, but I think the key thing is realizing and acknowledging your part in it and just focusing on working on yourself because you can't change anyone else ever. So just focus on you and being the best you possibly can. All right, I'm off beautifuls. Have an amazing day.